This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show with your boy Jonathan and my buddy Luke. Luke, what is going on? Not much, man. I'm, I'm real excited for this episode. I'm excited to, to hear what it brings. Absolutely. So it is March 7th, 2020, and this bonus episode that we're putting out here, uh, Luke and I have been talking about this the last you know couple weeks or so, and we wanted to kind of highlight um, some Orlando Magic super fans uh, just throughout the fan base. So this is going to be our first episode of what we're going to call the fan feature. So we don't know how often it's going to be, uh, but every now and then, you know, when the, the opportunity strikes, we're going to bring on some super Orlando Magic fans. Just talk to them about, you know, their their fandom, you know, when they became Orlando Magic fans, cool stories, things that they have like that. So pretty excited. And this is going to be our, our first episode. So on the line here, you might know them by different names, but we have Chuck and Jonathan Earl on the Six Man Show today, better known as Loud Bald Guy and Birdman. Gentlemen, how you doing? Good, good. Great, great. Thanks for having us, guys. We're looking forward to it. Good looking no, forward to we're, it. No, we're really, really excited. I'm glad that, that we could make the connection. Been following you for a, a long time on Instagram. I know you guys are season ticket holders. You're at all the big games, everything like that, so... Uh, really, I think the the best and only place to start is you know when you became an Orlando Magic fan and, and kind of how that evolved into becoming a season ticket holder and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So um, you know, I just I just recently turned forty when I was uh, a kid, about eleven years old. The Orlando Magic were coming to town, and we became very excited about having a basketball team. You know, somebody to cheer for. Um, and then there was a guy that came out of the blue. You guys might remember the fat guy, you know, and the mm-hmm. passion the fat guy had was something that as a kid, 11, 12 years old, watching this guy run around and, you know, the nickname was the Orlando tragic for a while. So it was, it was something that watching a guy that no matter what um, the passion he has and, and being able to run through and just love a team. So that kind of sparked it. And then, you know, from there, just, just being a kid, having something to kind of hang on to and root for. And then, when I became a father, uh, which by the way, congratulations, you two. I know Luke, you've got your first kid on the way yep. and Jonathan, you've got your second kid on yes, the way. Sir. Thank you. Appreciate Does his research. I like that. He knows. He knows. We hey, did listen, our research. He did his. I like well. it. I'm a fan of yours as well. It's a great podcast. Um, Appreciate that. So once we, be- once I became a father, I needed something being in Orlando, um, not really having other sports to follow. My son, Jonathan became a fan because, you know, I think I was a fan, you know, kind of like you guys are, you you follow what your family does. And I was a Dolphins fan forever because my dad was, mm. you know, and then, mm. so things were crazy there. <laughs> <laughs> the good and the bad. Yeah, it's tough. So then we became, once I was able to, we always did went to games. We've always gone to games, but never could afford season tickets, at least where we wanted to be. You know, being in the arena is great. It's electric, but it's a different feel when you, the lower you can get. And we've got Definitely. some really good seats. We really do. But we waited a long time. You know, I mm-hmm. waited a really long time before I could afford to do that. So <clears throat> it's, it's, it's really great over that way. So that's when – that was four years ago we became season ticket holders. And <clears throat> having that – seeing the passion of the, of the fat guy, um, we kind of – monikered there was people i've always been very loud right very energetic very emotional and invested in the team so and i've always just yelled at the referees a lot right john <laughs> perfect it has, 
I've never, no matter what, if, if, if it's, uh, if it's the magic's fault or not, it's always the referee's fault, you know? So, mm-hmm. so I, I was kind of monikered the loud bald guy and that's how it all started. And then we, we just, and Jonathan was a ball boy for three years, uh, on court ball boy working under, um, who was the head coach? Uh, it was Frank Vogel. At the yeah, time. Frank been Vogel. so many lately. It's kind of hard to keep <laughs> track. Right. It's hard. I was like a player, you know, you got go through three seasons and you got three different coaches and it's like, <laughs> It was crazy. That's We've awesome. been lifetime fans, though, for sure. You know, um, been lifetime fans, man. So at what point did did you kind of slap that name on the the loud bald guy? When did when did you decide, OK, I'm I'm not I'm not just Chuck anymore. I, I want to be the loud bald guy. All right. So I got to tell the story because normally I don't get credit for it. So I'm going to take credit for <laughs> Perfect. this. We're Perfect. here to set the record straight. But so like we're going in the team shop. And I'm getting this jersey made because whenever this came out, I was like, oh, I have to have That's it. Best jersey in Orlando Magic history right yeah, there. Absolutely. 100%. But I didn't want to get my last name on the back like a typical jersey. I'm like, oh, let's just throw a nickname on the back. And he, we saw this really cool like button-down shirt that he got. Oh, they could definitely throw a nickname on the back. And he's like, well, what should we do? So we were just like kind of doing going through some names. And I was like, nah, we got to go with the loud, bald guy, just like the fat guy. But your version, always loud. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that. And, wow. it, and it kind of just oh, yeah, there. He, he just gave you the Michael Jordan dome. <laughs> Fresh shade, baby. Right. I like it. So, yeah, so then, then Jonathan, where did, did Birdman come from? Was that you a big uh, Chris Anderson fan or you no. uh, a Birdman, the rapper guy? What, what, where's the story there? So what happened was that's another childhood nickname that was given to him. This kid is always, I say kid, he's a 21 year old man now, but, um, he's always going to be John, your kid. That's right. Yeah. So, so John's always, Ate like a bird. He's always had a little bird chest. Oh and no, dude! Been, and he's always been a very good shooter off the wing. So mm, like as that. a very young kid, he's always been an outside shooter off the wing. That's where it really started. But we've teased him as he's grown up, you know, with the bird chest and all that such. So mm-hmm. he actually um, uh, has has just now he, he's there's no Chris with the tattoos, but he just got a bird a bird wing put on, you know. So that was kind like of gotcha. Not good. That's awesome. We, we, we spent some quality time doing tattoos as well. I mean, we're just kind awesome. of the uh, crazy people. I like tattoos myself. Nothing wrong with <laughs> that, that at all. Nothing that. wrong with that at all. But no, yeah, talk talk a little bit about that. Like, obviously, you know, like you mentioned, family is such a huge part of this. Um, you know, for, for people in the Orlando area that might be looking for something to do with their family, why why is becoming a Magic fan and, and being in the, in the Amway for, like, these big moments such a big deal? Why is it such a good thing for the family? Well, here's what's great. Um, quality time. I mean, I do a ton of traveling, you know, and then there's a lot of us out there that just do traveling as, as uh, providing for your family. So when you can get away and, and spend some time at the arena, it's a great time. The other thing is, is the opportunities that just as being normal people give you. Um, we as a family, I mean, I, I don't know if we want to talk about it, uh, but, you know, we've had so many opportunities just being normal people. You know, we were walking around outside the arena one day. In fact, it was the the very first game that they were bringing out the orange court, it was uh, December 1st. I, I, we happen to know the date because it was December 1st, but um, we got chose to go out and do this, this half court fo- uh, four shot challenge, right? Just being normal people walking around out there. Um, we go on the court, we win $5,000. I mean, it, it, we, end up, we end up going through and uh, I make a, a layup. My, my younger son, Justin makes the free throw. 
Jonathan makes a three-pointer. I saw the stroke. I did. You made sure he was a good perimeter shooter. I saw it. I got to have a little bit of an advantage from just being a ball weight, knowing kind of what it's like out there. So it's different in the big arena. Your depth perception's off. But shoot or shoot, that's what they say. Yeah, the first one was all nerves, though. If you go back and look at it, it was like brick right. Next one had to go nothing but net. So, so then, then we went back and, and, um, and we made a couple attempts out of half court shot and all this needed to take place in 45 seconds. So, uh, my wife makes an attempt at it. It missed. John made an attempt. He missed. I missed. And then our youngest boy, his first attempt, he banks it right in and makes it for five grand, but happened to be Jonathan was shooting also behind him. If you watch that video right uh, yeah. behind the bank in Jonathan, nets it he swished from half court so it's back to back the both boys made it so <laughs> should have gave you, gave you 10 grand home. it was crazy it, it was wild it was that really money was wild. coming home one way or the other so we did it in 18 seconds though they gave us 45 to complete it we did it in 18 seconds and it was just a it was it was just man it was just crazy well, yeah. i mean we were just we were off the chain well, crazy we, we were determined we were going to win that money though my brother and i we looked at him we're like we're walking away with money this game. I hope you know that. Like, we're not missing. In the tunnel, awesome. they were basically calling their shots, and, and it was like – I hope the youngest got, like, a go-kart or something out of it. Like, you, you, win, you win the family so, five grand, you got to get something. Yeah, you know what we did? We went up and we watched the Green Bay Packers play at Lambeau Field against the oh, uh, hey. Chicago Bears. That's in, how you in, do it. In a suite. That's what we did. We went up and we had a big family vacation, and uh, – And we awesome. saw Giannis in his hometown. Got to see a Bucks. Yeah, I saw you guys were at the – were at the um. I don't. I forget the name of the the forum up there, but what the hell is it called? I don't remember. I can't remember. Oh, I I'm blocking. I, I think it's a weird name, but no, that's yeah. that's awesome that you guys oh, got to Fizzer. see them. Pfizer, yeah, something Pfizer, Pfizer, something. Yeah, but what what is uh? So your youngest hit the half court shot. Had he had he pr- hit hit half court shots before? Just mess around yeah. with friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he's so, an AAU basketball player. Sorry, oh, okay. I've always trained him growing up. Like, I mean, ever since he could walk, we threw a basketball in his hand. So yeah. I told him, I said, if you got a little extra time in the uh, in the gym, go throw some half court shots up. Like, I mean, don't just throw them up; just throw them up. Actually, try right. to make them like get a little bit further out because if they, you can get that range, yeah. that'll so they were so confident, guys. man. They were so confident when we got this challenge. They're like, Dad, if we can get. If we can just have four shots at the half court, we're going to make this. We're going to – I'm like, guys, let's just go out there and enjoy the experience, okay? Right. Go out there and just have a good time. Like, no, we're, we're winning. You, you got to practice. You never know when you're going to have a chance to win five grand. So, that's a I lesson mean, all you kids you, out there listening. Practice I have half seen, court shots. I have seen shots. many people uh, try to make those half court shots. And it's very clear very soon that they've never shot one before. Absolutely. So that uh, that's what I was uh, that's why I was wondering. He had to have shot a half court shot before, um, yeah. but it didn't know. Uh, being only eleven years old, regardless of if you play or not, hitting a half court shot in your first try, just getting the ball there. That yeah, it's that's half yeah. the battle. Yeah, right. and he got it there and made it. That's insane, man. That's I I hadn't heard that story, and and Jonathan told me about it. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna have the loud ball guy on." They made a half court shot for five thousand yeah. dollars, and I was like, "That's no small task." And then it just gets crazier knowing that the right. the youngest yeah. hit the shot too. We made two, and also he's eleven. Yeah. We didn't make yeah. top yeah. ten plays. I tried that so hard, we could not get <laughs> on the top ten, man. That's crazy yeah, to do so it in, in eight in eighteen seconds too. That's yeah. that's nuts. I mean, that forty five seconds is not much time, and to do it in eighteen, I mean, you guys were hitting all of your first or second attempts every time. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was really great. And, and what was nuts was we were, so, uh, of course, given a, a few, you know, there's, I have some people around the arena that recognize me and, and we have a good time with them and feel like family we run into all the time. But um, they were filming, they chose our family on this, uh, this season ticket holder video that they did on us. So it was, what was weird was they were actually filming us that game happened to be um, for this video, you know, so they had some little extra content on that. And it was a really nice, it was just, it was just amazing. Same thing that the magic were just kind of going, Hey, what's important about being a season ticket holder? We, we need more fans as magic guys, you know? Right. So yeah. the more fans we can get, the better off we're going to be. And, and it's just, it's amazing. So um, it was just an amazing time. I mean, and then you talk about some other moments that are just crazy. Think about last year's playoff run, you know, that 19 or 23 games that we had of just electric, every single game felt like playoffs and we were there and I mean, beating golden state. Think about that, you know, just mm-hmm. blowing them up. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And that, that, then that, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that happened um, last year. So, how different was it because even for our players um most of them uh or you know no, i shouldn't say most there's been a few of them that have but um you know there was people on the roster that had never been to the nba playoffs before and that was kind of the case for um you know i know you said um chuck that you guys you've been a fan for a long time but i'm sure it, it was probably one of if not the first time that you were in an arena for the playoffs um, kind of what what was that like going from okay I, we're gonna have this we've had this incredible stretch um, you know going into that and and getting that opportunity to be sat where you guys were and uh, and be in the playoffs and you know Jonathan and I were there as well but we we Game obviously three. agree that atmosphere is unmatched nothing like yeah. it yeah that that was something that we're gonna cherish for a while I mean last season was really special for us. Um, getting to the playoffs, that run we came off of. So we were lucky enough to go to both home games as well. Uh, coming off that win on the road where where we beat Toronto and they're the hope. I remember, dry, I mean, I've got goosebumps coming down my body right now thinking about <laughs> last year and, and what this year still has an opportunity to be. But that stretch of that playoff run and then coming in, beating Toronto, I mean, watching that game, beating Toronto in there and then coming back thinking, that, like, God, you know, can we, we can do this. And then losing that first game at home and thinking, still, you know, we're going to come and we're going to win again. So no matter the, the that we lost, it was still the, the feeling of the electricity, knowing that Orlando has it in them, you know, it's special. I mean, it's such a smaller venue yeah. that you can feel it. Yeah, I mean, that's, like I said, some of our players hadn't been to the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. our our bigger name players like Aaron Gordon never been to the playoffs and it's right. five years in the NBA. So um, pretty awesome, a pretty cool experience for, for everyone involved. And I think just like it did for the players, it made the fans want to return to the playoffs even more. Um, and I think it was a little bit sweeter than we all thought. And obviously that first game in Toronto with DJ Augustine hitting that shot, um, nothing like that either. I can't imagine being in that arena. Um, I know there's uh, a Magic fan who runs an account, uh, the Orlando Magic Wave, um, account and he is from Canada so he actually got to go to that game and saw it all happen and recorded it and man I can't imagine yeah. being in that yeah. arena when DJ hit that shot it just pretty incredible I'm Sc- I'm hoping for your personal safety at that point yeah I'm hoping <laughs> that we we can return to that soon um, but oh, yeah. obviously everything's up in the air but I you know we did report and see um, from reports that 
Magic are trying to get into the facilities. They're trying Friday, but it looks like that'll be next week. So we're we're inching closer to a return, but who knows what it'll look like either. Clifton no, you, and Red Dog put it on hold. Yep, exactly. But yeah, you mentioned last year and, and that that great story, Cliff. Uh, um, sorry, uh, you said Cliff. I I got Cliff on the brain now. Uh, <laughs> Luke here mentioned the fact that it was a guy like Aaron Gordon's first time making the playoffs. So speaking of Aaron Gordon and speaking of uh, great stories, it looks like you guys have had a, a few nice uh, pieces behind you there that probably have some some good stories behind them. So if you want to talk about that for just a couple of minutes there, about your little sure. man cave there. Yeah, so uh, this this one here, this Aaron Gordon jersey here was from when he – and there's another – this is the dunk contest where he got shafted the first time mm-hmm. in 2016. So after he did that, they did a dunk con- – or a, um, a talk around with Aaron Gordon. So we actually got to go as season ticket holders. Uh, there was only like 40 of us in the arena. They lowered down the big uh, central – you know, the, the – Symbotron. Yeah, yeah lowered that down and had a conversation with Aaron. We got to meet him, got a good picture with him. I uh, got a signed jersey at that, and um, that's one of my fun ones. The 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 other one here, uh, sorry, Anthony Hardaway jersey. John actually got that signed for me when when uh, he had some stuff going on at the arena last year or two years ago or two years ago when he. Two years ago, yeah, two years ago. Probably when he, maybe when he was inducted into the Orlando That's Magic right, Hall yeah. of Fame. John got to meet him and um, got the opportunity to get that one there. It actually says best wishes, um, you know, from Penny. So that was really, really crazy That's time awesome. there. Right? Yeah, an inscription. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was cool. I mean, uh, one of the other players wanted to get a jersey signed. So I, I called him on my way to the team shop and was like, hey, one of the players wants me to get a jersey signed for him. I'm going to buy one and you're going to pay me back because <laughs> yeah. I can't afford this. And then uh, I'm going to get one signed for us. And he's like, absolutely. So this was when you were a ball boy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And then awesome. what What about that, uh, the Shaquille O'Neal jersey? Did you just have, did you buy it or where did you get yeah, so it? So that was, that Shaq was always one of my favorite players growing up. And as soon as we finally, it's probably three years ago, they brought back the retro, <clears throat> excuse me, the retro O'Neal jersey, I had to buy it and hang it up, you know, and we've got where my printer is, we got his big fat head here, oh, so man. everything's That's awesome. This is my you office, get to see so. his big face every day. <laughs> this is a one-of-a-kind piece I got on that um, Orlando Magic Youth Foundation. This is really nice, man. We, we spend a lot of time getting memorabilia from that. I mean, it goes right to the kids of Orlando. We're real big about that, but this is actually uh, Mo Bamba, Isaac, and then Gordon. All three have signed it. It's a one-of-a-kind uh that's amazing. Artists did. So that was really cool. That's awesome. Um, I tell you, my favorite, my favorite piece of memorabilia though is um, my loud bald guy jersey. I had a heart attack last year, and the guys, we kind of got to know some of these guys. Nick Anderson, sitting where my seats are, it's right off the tunnel, so everybody comes in and out of there. John introduced me to Nick Anderson. Um, John's got some really great stories about how unbelievable Nick is when you're a part of that organization, how they, they really look after you. And then as fans, they get to know you. But, um, so, so, uh, sorry, I got a little off track. So I had, so they, when, when, when they brought me back that first game, um, after I had a heart attack, I had to stay home. It was right in the middle of that incredible run we were talking about. It was wow. the beginning of March of last year. And, it was just a time where I couldn't be trusted to be at the game recovering from a heart attack. So when I finally, I might be back, there someday myself. So absolutely. You got to listen to your mind. So, um, 
when they first brought me back, they, they made me a shirt. They being the Orlando magic that my people run our account for us, you know, as far as your season ticket holder, mm-hmm. she right. gave me a shirt that says the quiet bulb guy. And oh, uh, nice. they made me, they made me quiet. So at that game, all, all of the starting players, a few of the – there's only like three that didn't – weren't able to sign it, sign my loud bald guy jersey. And that was one that that's, – that's my favorite piece of memorabilia. That's one that I wear yeah. every game um, and, and will never not wear it to every game, I guess. Yeah, you know, no, that, that's awesome. And I love the fact that you, you made the point about the fact that the organization, you know, takes care of, uh, of their own. You know, we, when all this coronavirus stuff – you know, not only, you know, the DeVos family, but Mo Bamba, Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz, all these players stepping up and saying, you know, these arena workers that are out of work right now, they take care of us every single night. So we're going to take care of them in in this situation. So I love that you brought that up. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It makes you proud to be a, a, a fan of the team, you know, when you know that you're not only rooting for, you know, good individuals, obviously good athletes as well. It just makes it that much easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes you proud, Luke, Luke. You have you have anything left for these gentlemen here? Man, I I don't think so. That's all pretty incredible stories from you know just in, in terms of the half court shot, getting to be there for that stretch of games, and then um, to hear your your recovery from heart attack and how Orlando um, uh, Orlando kind of took care of you during that when you came back. So just really awesome. cool to hear. It makes me proud to be a fan of of that organization. Um, and man, it's, it's really good to talk to you guys, get to meet you guys, uh, because I know you guys mean a lot to the organization. You guys mean a lot to us. So we really do appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. It's nice meeting you guys as well. Thank you for the time and, you know, go magic. <laughs> we Absolutely. Go magic. Hopefully in the next weeks or, or months, we'll get back to some basketball. I don't know if you guys will be able to be at those games, unfortunately, with the way everything's unfolding, but at least we'll get some playoff basketball again. But but thank you guys so much for, for joining the show. Uh, guys listening, this is our first fan feature. We're going to try to do this you know, every so often. So if you know a fan, a, a huge Orlando Magic fan like these gentlemen here, uh, let us know. Bring them to our attention. And it's a possibility down the road that we'll have them on the show for our next fan feature episode here. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Six Man Show. For Jonathan, Chuck, and Luke, this is Jonathan. We will catch you guys on the next episode of the Six Man Show. See ya. Go Magic. Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!